Hurrying, I pull on a plain green shirt in a lake house bedroom. My elbow catches a bear-shaped lamp. I reach out too late. Fuck. Glass crashes on the hardwood and shatters. I quickly squat barefoot and pick up the larger shards. All things considered with my family issues, a broken lamp isn't a big deal. I can handle it. As I gather the pieces, Pharaoh lowers to a crouch and helps collect the sharp glass, also while fitting in his earpiece. A radio is already clipped to his black pants. I open my mouth to protest, to say, I got it. But I stop myself and just watch him. My tattooed childhood crush turned boyfriend. We were just watching The Fast and the Furious on my laptop. I paused the movie only 15 minutes in. Because both of our phones rang unceremoniously. I should already be halfway downstairs, but I'd much rather be dealing with a broken lamp with Pharaoh. He sweeps the tiny slivers into his palm, his focus on the fragments near my feet. And the more I watch him, the more I think, lucky me. Seriously, I'm damn lucky. A few hours ago, we hiked the top of a mountain. I told him I loved him. He said he loved me. Adrenaline still pumps hot in my veins from the moment. But the current fallout from the media clings to me like a backpack of cement. He's the only one I'd even consider unbuckling the backpack for and passing half the weight. When I eye his silver-ringed fingers, he catches me staring. I lift my gaze higher to the tattooed sword on his throat, then his strong jaw and amused lips. His brows spike. I stay quiet, my pulse pounds hard, but my mind speeds in undiscovered directions. I can't stop thinking about everything and anything, past and present, and I'm not even sure how to start speaking. Pharaoh waits for me to say something, anything. When I don't, he stands. Watch your feet, Wolf Scout. He scours my tensed build, reading me well. I got it. I stand and we dispose of the broken glass in a small trash can. Pharaoh brushes his palms clean before combing his hands through his dyed black hair. You going to tell me what you're obsessing over? He leans casually on the wooden dresser. I'm a rigid statue in comparison. I'm not used to unloading on people, but for some godforsaken reason, I want to unload on him. I know he can carry it. I take a short breath and I blurt out, What about you? How are you doing? Jesus Christ. That's not what I meant to tell him. At the moment, Pharaoh says matter-of-factly, I'm watching my boyfriend deflect by asking me how I'm doing. I nod, arms crossed. He sounds like a real keeper. He's something. Pharaoh teases and checks the time on his phone. He steps away from the dresser and walks backwards to the door, away from me. I have serious deja vu from the yacht four years ago. Last chance. His voice is deep, rough, but paradoxically smooth. Last chance to speak about what's on my mind. Phone calls summoned both of us downstairs. Me by Jane, him by Akara. Pharaoh looks straight into me. His strong gaze clutches me tight while caressing me, silently prodding me to speak, but softly reminding me that he's always protected my thoughts and feelings. Wait, I say. He stops and lounges his shoulders on the door. 
I'm thinking about how Jane just called and said, come downstairs to the kitchen. We need to talk, Moffy. I gestured to Pharaoh. I get that I'm not an expert on relationships, but I know friendships, and we need to talk is never a good fucking thing. His mouth starts rising in a drop-to-your-knees smile. Or she could just want to talk. I hone in on his piercings, the hoop around his lip, his nose ring, and dangling earring. I'm dating a 12 out of 10, for more than just his looks. He's standing here, entertaining my hangups, and I know he'll only give me honesty in return.